And welcome to the R. Jackson Home Podcast this week. I'm joined by Jesse Perkins and Austin Brown. They are the chefs at Community Cafe. Guys, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Well, Jesse, let's start with you because you've been around a little little bit longer at the the cafe. So so why don't you give us a little bit about your background? Um, So I've been in Jackson for on and off since 2004. And it's really, it's become the place I've lived the longest. Before I was in Jackson, I grew up overseas, grew up in East Africa a little bit. My parents were missionaries, and that was kind of how I ended up in Jackson, by going to Union. And then I kind of- does that? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there's a lot of missionary kids that end up <laughs> over there. But um, yeah, and then I kind of dabbled in Union, <laughs> came and went, and then, uh, yeah, started working in kitchens uh, here in Jackson when I was like uh, 18. Mm-hmm. And then uh, eventually became manager of Picasso here in town. Okay. And then uh, went to Nashville, worked in a the kitchen there a little bit, came back, and then uh, I kind of thought I was done with restaurant stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of tired of, you know, shutting down a bar at two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, wanted some weekends and things like that. And so I went back to school to go to, uh, to get a social work degree. And then a friend of mine, one of my professors approached me and told me, he was like, this idea for this cafe is coming around with some people I know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, they want it to be locally sourced and a nonprofit. And I was like, mm, that sounds terrible. <laughs> but no, I was like, that's, and so I met a sub meeting with Amy Crenshaw, our boss, and she hired me like right then and it's I mean it really is like a good mixture of passions mm-hmm. to since I was getting back in to try and do something with social work but I mean my I love food like mm-hmm. food is food's the best <laughs> and uh but yeah that's how I ended up at the cafe and that's mm-hmm. I've been in Jackson and um so yeah. you were there from day one uh yeah it was a before I, there was even anything so I met Amy the day that she had signed the lease on the cafe. Oh wow! So okay. she was she was literally like in there sweeping when I showed up to meet her, <laughs> and she was like, "We just got this place," and uh, and I mean, I was like, "This is great." She was just we talked for a little while, and she was like, "Yeah, if you want it, you can uh, you can start working here when we open." And so a couple months later, yeah, ready to go. That's awesome. And then Austin, how about you? Background? How'd you get here? Oh man, I have lived in Jackson my entire life. I was, uh, I grew up uh, just actually not far from here. I, my house uh, that I grew up in was on North Highland across from Inglewood. Mm-hmm. So it's right down the street. It was there until uh, just the end of high school. And uh, when I got out of high school, I got into some trouble. So I had to uh, leave for a little while, and then I came, then I got back to town, and I had to get a job and stuff, and my first job was actually a projectionist at a movie theater. Is that still a thing? No, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, uh, back when I did it, it, there was like reels of film and stuff, okay. so I had to like splice together reels of film and all that, and I did that for a several years until my son was born and I needed a second job mm. and one easy place usually to get side jobs is at restaurants. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who worked at Picasso and he suggested I try to work there. I go in, 
I get hired and I'm only working part-time there, but I fall in love with cooking. Mm. It, it's what I realized I wanted to do. Mm. Uh, so I quit the theater and uh, then I was working at Picasso for a while. That's where I met this guy. And uh, then he, after we've been working together a while, he, he bounces on me. <laughs> and uh, then I start bouncing around from, let's see, I get, a, I get another job at, uh, I worked at O'Charlie's for a little bit. Was, did not like O'Charlie's. <laughs> o working in an O'Charlie's kitchen would make you fall out of love. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after a while, the position opened up for me to also work there and I'd gone up there before to just volunteer and hang out with my buddy and actually enjoy cooking food again yeah and as soon as the position was available I hopped on it yeah. I went and talked to Amy and it was kind of the same thing she took me outside we talked for five minutes yeah you kind of just waited for a while I was like just hold up yeah, <laughs> yeah. you'll get it just wait <laughs> so and uh, I went inside and immediately hugged Jesse <laughs> And uh, hugged a lady that I had not met before, I think, mm -hmm. who just happened to be volunteering. She's there. never been back. <laughs> 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 and then that's what I've been doing since then. So when was that? Ooh, four years ago? Working on my fourth year? Yeah, yeah, because Kathy's been open for four years. Okay. So. so it was a year after. It had been open for a whole year okay. when I got there. Gotcha. So. Um, well... So now, when you guys describe the cafe to people, how do you guys go about doing that? Um, I mean, we start because uh, there are cafes like ours that kind of pop up all over the place, and uh, I mean, I don't know. There's probably around. I mean, how many is on that apron that we've got? There were like forty on the yeah. apron, and so there's now probably between like fifty and a hundred. And so some people, when you say we work at a nonprofit, pay as you can restaurant, some people are like, okay. And then, but more often than not, people are like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And so we tell them, you know, you can come in and, you know, you can treat it just like a regular restaurant. You pay a suggested donation amount, or you can work for an hour in exchange for your meal. And then we'll usually get a, a, like a soup kitchen. And then we're just kind of like, not exactly a soup kitchen. Yeah. And we don't want to, you know, talk trash about soup kitchens but yeah. it's just like we do want to make sure it's like no you can like this is a place where every walk of life can come in and have lunch together yeah it's more like just any other restaurant mm -hmm. just with an alternative form of payment yeah you can absolutely come in and pay money and treat it just like any other cafe that you'd go to mm -hmm. for lunch but or you could also come in there work or work for an hour and you yeah. get it for free so and so with just being you too working there right and uh abigail, abigail uh, there, right? she runs the front and she also uh okay. works in the garden yeah. quite a bit. okay gotcha so there's a three of you running a restaurant and you know so you have the volunteers what all the volunteers do during the day like help you guys it could be anything it could be any sort of uh prep or cleaning we do have like some guys that are very consistent in what they are expecting to do and like I mean we have one guy that comes in almost every morning at least Monday through Wednesday that we kind of just have some vegetables to cut waiting on him when he gets there because we yeah. know that's what he's coming in for yeah and I mean some people they walk in and they're just like all right the dishes are mine that's what I'm doing yeah some guys get kind of protective of the <laughs> yeah so it's uh but I mean it could be anything it could be uh 
And we've got like the cleanest windows in downtown yeah. Jackson because we have one dude that will Man, spend like the a, whole yeah, day top to bottom every window. <laughs> yeah, and uh, rolling silverware, rolling to go to go silverware. Uh, occasionally working out in the garden, mm-hmm. uh, taking orders, taking plates out to people. Yeah, uh, just basically restaurant jobs. Yeah, everything. With the exception of actually cooking the food, mm-hmm. uh, like we'll, we're the one that's making the soups back there and putting the sandwiches together, yeah, and then plating the salads and stuff. But everything else, uh, it's a volunteer job. So it's and when you're talking about the food, the menu changes every day. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like a nightmare to me. I mean, it's. I think uh, it's way more intimidating sounding than it yeah. is to actually do it. And when I've described it to uh, quote unquote real chefs, <laughs> uh, they've like when I've said that to them, they're like, "Wow, that sounds like a dream job." Hmm. And uh, so I think uh, at first it's very like really really intimidating, but it's. I mean, the way that I think we've adjusted to it. One, it's we're horrible at planning. Oh yeah, big and, time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and that was another thing that, uh, and we like we've had requests where people are like, "Can we get the menu a couple days in advance?" And I was like, "No, you absolutely cannot. We don't know how to do that." And, and we don't work that well doing that. And actually, that's kind of our boss, Amy, and she kind of encourages that. Yeah. She was like, "I don't like to plan that because we don't know if some if dude's going to show up yeah. with, with a crate of squash." Or like the other day, a crate of corn. Yeah. A truckload of corn. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we have 30 pounds of corn. (laughs) Got to do something with corn. We got to do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, and sometimes we do have like an idea of something we're going to use for the next day, but more often than not, it just kind of, it works more creatively when we have to think on our toes a little bit. Uh And... That's what I love. Yeah. Thinking on the day. Mm-hmm. Best part of the morning is just first getting there and then just looking over. Everything. So it's not the night before. No. I mean, uh, like, like, <laughs> no. like a tomorrow's Taco Tuesday, and we know what protein we're using. Yeah, we got okay. some. Because it's, yeah. it's in the oven right now. And uh, forget to go get it. Out. I will need to go get that out. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's uh it's just I think it's it's more enjoyable that way. And I mean, if someone does need to. You know, know what's going on the next day. I'll be like, "All right, here's what I'm thinking," or we'll just be like, "What do you want tomorrow?" That's true. And sometimes what people have asked have dictated what we do that day. Like we'll get a catering order, and they want, "Okay, we want turkey BLTs, and we want a garden salad with feta, something." So we'll, we'll yeah. write that down. And like, you know what? Let's just make a ton of that. Yeah, and that's that what day. we'll sell so just. Now, so just logistically, because I am, I think uh, if we did a personality chart, I would be on the exact opposite <laughs> side of you guys, possibly, because I'm a very planning, like heavy type of person. Like this is a daily planner, like yeah. that I, oh, I plan out hour by hour. See, what I'm doing. that intimidates me. What's yeah. on that piece of paper right there? <laughs> if I don't have this, nothing gets done. So yeah. like that's my struggle. So so even just logistically, like you come in Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you just have those ingredients, what you have on set, or do you get trucks in every day, or how does that work? I think we got some tomatoes in there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We'll get, like, I'll run to the store, especially on, we get a truck in Wednesday. Wednesday, and we also, that's when we'll get um, an order from, like, Margaloo Farms, Uh and we'll get Woodson Ridge Ridge Farms, they're out of 
Mississippi, and that's kind of like a regional mm-hmm. produce. And so we'll get, but when I when we order from those people, there's not really like a plan for yeah, particularly really what we're yeah. going to gotcha. use each and everything for. It's like, because now is like the best time to order local and regional produce. Like some of the corns coming in, the peaches mm-hmm. are coming in. So no matter what, it's just like we're getting. Yeah. And do you order specific things or you just say, bring us? No, we order, oh, we yeah. order specific things. But with, when you, and that's actually like a, a trick I learned early on going to the farmer's market when you want, you know, to start a really good relationship with a local farmer is you walk up and be like, what do you have too much of? What's nobody buying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes when it comes to meat, you end up with some weird cut of meat that uh-huh. you're not expecting. And you'll end up, and, but you buy it anyway. Pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> And then you learn how to cook with it, and then the next time they see you, they're going to be like, this guy will yeah. buy what nobody else is buying. Yeah. And so that's how I mean, you end up getting deals with it, and then you end up making lemonade. Yeah. Figuring, figuring out what to do with it. And, and for, for me, like, I, it's always like when I have something that I really, really enjoy there, it's always a little sad, though, because it's like, I'll never have this again. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, it is. Yeah, that's we could try and duplicate it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, people will come in and be like, That soup you guys had last week was awesome and they're just like, I have no idea what you're talking no about. <laughs> <laughs> and even if they can remind you know, it was the potato sausage one. Um, yeah. I don't and we do have some some favorites that people like. That's true. That I mean tomato basil soup is just I mean, it's gonna be on there at least once a week. Mm-hmm. Caesar and, salads are huge. Yeah. And pimento and cheese for some reason. <laughs> well but what well, you know, each to their own, hey, I suppose. <laughs> folks folks gobble it up. So so there's so it's kinda just whatever strikes you that day. Yeah, and, uh, and what you have around. And I mean, it also depends on you know what we were doing on YouTube the night before. That's true. But, uh, <laughs> okay, so who are some of your favorite? I'm guessing YouTube chefs, or or are you talking like this girl Rory scene in Game of Thrones inspired? <laughs> yeah. That's a. I actually have a Game of Thrones cookbook. That's another podcast <laughs> for another day. <laughs> um, we watch. Well, we watch one YouTube show called "You Suck at Cooking," That's a, which is excellent. Okay, it's a good one. Um, and I think Austin might be more on on YouTube stuff, and I'm more on like just r- random recipes, just looking through. That's true. And it's just like figuring out like how like I'll get a I'll get a huge crate of like eggplant given to us, and it's like how am I gonna get these people to eat eggplant? Because you guys will not eat eggplant. And there's all <laughs> kinds of uh, there's all kinds of like things on social media, like on Reddit, there mm-hmm. are a hundred different food subreddits of people just posting pictures of stuff that they ate or they made. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, hauls they got from the farmer's market and stuff yeah. like that. And so I'm always on that too. So there's lots of inspiration to be found. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you guys made something that's been your favorite? Because I'm assuming you eat it at lunch too. Yeah. Um, do you have a thing that's been your favorite thing that you've uh, made? Man. That's a good question. There's one of mine that was, uh, um, we did this like slow roasted beef and we put like mac and cheese on it. That's like smoked mac and cheese. And, <laughs> yeah. And that's, man, that's not like what. That's not healthy. It's really not the face of the cafe <laughs> we should probably be advertising. But it's, uh, we do some very, very healthy things. But yeah. it's like, I mean, it's like, I mean, we really do serve some comfort food too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because grilled cheese, I think, is like the ultimate comfort food. Yeah. Whatever so like, we're slow cooking. Is probably whenever we're slow cooking something, something that takes like all day and uh-huh. the day before, it's everything's good when you cook it that way. Yeah, I've got a smoker at the house, and 
I just got a smoker for Father's Day. You know, so, <laughs> like what kind did you get? Uh, it was like a, it's a char griller side, just okay. like a side firebox. I have an electric one. Yeah. And if y'all, if y'all get a bunch of Boston butts in one day, I think we could work together. Uh, get those smoked. smoked. That would be, yeah. Because I could smoke nice. like uh, probably six or eight of them at the time, same time. Yeah, so, yeah it's, kind of, it's kind of a weird segment for the podcast, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, so, but yeah, but you know how to, you can email me. Um, so that's, that's a really cool thought process, but healthiness, you know, we, we kind of just made reference to that. You know, I do feel like every time I eat there, I don't even need to log it on my calorie counter because I feel like I'm eating really healthy. Is that, how does that fit into the process? Cause you guys don't have a fryer, I guess. No, yeah. yeah fryers are out and, um, I mean, yeah, we do try and. Well, we use a lot of food from our own garden yeah. these days, too. Our garden's doing really, really well. But we do try and keep it as healthy as we possibly can and mm-hmm. use as much local produce as we possibly can in every single thing that we use. Mm-hmm. And I think when you just, when you when you make it part of your mission to be like, I'm not going to compromise quality when it comes to meat and produce, mm-hmm. and I'm going to buy as local as possibly can, like, it kind of it forces it to be a little bit more healthy, a little more like sustaining yeah and uh I think there's like for instance if so, we're making something that would normally require you to dump a gallon of mayonnaise in it mm-hmm. might you know use yogurt instead mm-hmm. you don't always have to mm-hmm. just little like corners you can cut that way too yeah uh, can make a difference also now using all the fresh ingredients stuff what do you do in the, do in the winter when produce isn't in season you know, at that point we do I mean there's like a like Rose Creek Farms, mm-hmm. like they they have managed to still grow lettuce through the winter. Ray is Ray is brilliant. Is a, yeah. a smart guy. <laughs> yeah, and so did I, I see a picture of him out there. Yeah, he's on one of the covers of our Jackson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's awesome. Yes. So we do end up using uh, at that point, especially just where we are in the country, um, like where we're located, not where we are like politically. But, uh, <laughs> but where, where we are, we have to, and we do end up using Cisco. Mm-hmm. And um, it's something that we've tried to keep, uh, try to keep, you know, as much of it locally as we can, but mm-hmm. we have to just You have use, to serve lunch. Yeah, we have yeah. to do it. And, uh, and there's still some, there's great products that you can use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's just, uh, yeah, there's, but, you know, we'll never have a fryer. Yeah. We're just not going not gonna to do that. No. Yeah. What, and that's and that's good staying to the mission. So you mentioned the mission. Do you know? Do you have that memorized? Uh, I mean, well, there's the there's to love, to feed, to dignify. Yeah. And then there is a longer one. Oh uh, yeah, there is a longer one. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, don't listen to this part. Um, so you know, when you think about the the mission of Community Cafe, even just what you feel like the mission is, how do you guys play that out in a daily? You know, cooking the food, but you know. Have you guys built relationships with people that you are serving other than, you know, like, the portion of the population that is the, the portion that's coming in to volunteer? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way we look at it, it's not even our kitchen. It's not our cafe. It's everybody's. When someone comes in and volunteers, it's just as much a part of them as it is us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, I think that kind of just spreads out every when you look at it from the very first step that it isn't like you're coming into my place of work mm-hmm. and doing what I say. It isn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like we're a big family. Yeah, yeah and I think, uh, and I'm, you all have 
Amy on the podcast recently, and I'm sure she uh, pointed out that she wanted it to feel like someone was eating in our home. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that, you know, that part of my background that kind of has fed into what I enjoy a lot about the cafes. Like, I mean, I didn't grow up, like, in the kitchen with my mom making spectacular things, but there was always this idea that there was a place for someone else at the table. Mm -hmm. There was no, like, I mean, someone could walk in the door in the middle of dinner, and you had it, and that's what the atmosphere of the cafe is like, because we have those big community tables, Mm -hmm. and there's a place for everyone around that table. And uh, I love that we could not even be a part of it, but, like, two strangers will sit next to each other at, Mm -hmm. like, the big community tables, Mm -hmm. and that's awesome to see. That like I'm back here making I have nothing to do with that happening. Yeah. yeah. But I know that they don't know each other and now they're having lunch together. And oh, that's that's great. Yeah. And and so before we came on air, we were talking about kind of the culture around restaurants and how historically it's not always the healthiest place to be in. But it's, it seems like you guys have been very intentional about doing that differently here. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, the way. The way I function the best, I think, is in an environment that's not as competitive mm-hmm. as a lot of, like, big kitchens are. And, uh, and yeah, I think it just it makes me makes me learn better. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's also, it's, a lot of people say, like, don't work with your friends and stuff like that. But it's, like, I we're, we're very good friends. And I'm, different. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to spend a lot of time standing right next to this dude that's yeah. in the kitchen. And we're not going to be fighting over our position or anything yeah, like that. We're not going to be doing that. Trying to show out to who gets the next raise, stuff yeah. like that. Like, none of that exists. Yeah. And that's a, yeah, that's a thing that, and a lot of people, they really crave that. Yeah. That kind of atmosphere in kitchens where it's kind of, it's real cutthroat. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, a lot of people like, You'd almost say, I'll say it was a cutthroat kitchen. Yeah. Oh, hey. There we go. <laughs> that's a good show. <laughs> Yeah, but and I think and there is part of part of me that enjoys mm-hmm. something like that, and uh, just that I mean, being in the weeds and like a super busy restaurant is just there's something exciting about that, and it does it builds like a camaraderie and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's uh, it does it doesn't have a place at a nonprofit when you have a mission like the cafe. Yeah, and it's uh, there has to be a little bit more of a laid back atmosphere. Everyone needs to get along there. Yeah, and and so. So you guys don't just play friends on TV, like yeah. No, no, we're buddies, man. <laughs> yeah, no, we hang out. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Now, one of the things so I was in the kitchen, um, just doing some video a couple weeks ago, and I saw this um, whiteboard. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so why don't you paint a picture for us, Austin, and tell us about this whiteboard? <laughs> Okie dokie. So let's see, what was it? The beginning of the year? Yeah, it was Christmas. Christmas. It was a Christmas present to both of us. That's right. I got <laughs> us a Christmas present. Uh, and it was a whiteboard, big whiteboard. And we decided to log every time we quote any movie, television show, anything. We're going to write it down. What was that? Family Guy? All right. Family Guy, one notch. We we're going to do that just for, I guess it started as just a month, but then it turned into two months I think closer to two mm-hmm. months and uh, man where it took us was surprising <laughs> yeah. yeah we learned a lot about it yeah we learned a lot yeah. about ourselves <laughs> <laughs> Those two yeah. months. like what what like, I have to ask 
What did you learn about Why yourself? would we ever quote the movie Liar Liar? That, like, that, that much, yeah. That much. <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just like, we, we get real disappointed and just be like, there's a lot of rush hour up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're not as cultured yeah, as we like, are. Yeah. It's like a little, getting a little embarrassed. It's like, <laughs> then we have to like intentionally quote movies we think are cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, see, stuff like Fight Club, I think that only had like one quote on it. Yeah. But, well, for some reason, gym first rules, you don't discuss it, right? That's true. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Excellent. Like, why was Ace Ventura 2, when nature calls, up there mm. as often as it was? Like, what are we saying from that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what, I think the reason, I've, I've thought about this, thought about this a lot. Okay. Um, I think the reason that uh, some of those did happen is because uh, Austin and I, had the same somehow had like the same VHS collection. That is like really astonishing. Yeah, across the world from each other, but on a different side of the planet, we're watching the same VHS <laughs> tapes, just back to back to back too. That's uh yeah. Um, I found that Austin Powers shaped my sense of humor way too much as a child, and I'm yeah. still my wife is still paying for it today. Well, that's uh. I think Austin Powers 2 was on their list also. I think it's up there. For a couple of years. Wouldn't be surprised. They're working on a a throwback. I've uh, I've heard that. I'm worried. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So when when people are thinking about the cafe, what do you guys want them to think about and how how should they get involved? Um, I mean, I think the cafe, like the cafe at its best, I think it's just really the... It really shows what Jackson's community is about, mm-hmm. and like I think it shows that it's it's a, it's just like a uh, it's a vessel for the community to take care of each other, and I mean, and getting involved is can be as simple as just going to eat there and yeah. paying that extra dollar. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was, I mean, there was a time where we were kind of worried about what was going on with the cafe, and like when you really looked at the money, it was just that. When we were the cool kids in town. When we were new, folks were giving a little bit more. Yeah, just that extra dollar, and that extra dollar is what keeps keeps the doors open. Yeah. Mm. And then, so it can be as simple as just eating lunch there. And I mean, but then it's also, I mean, we we love volunteers. We love we need volunteers. Yeah, every we day. absolutely need volunteers every day. Yeah, because there's days where we, I mean, I think it was like last Friday. It got to be like ten forty-five, and we were the only two in there, and we're like, all right, this yeah. is gonna. It's gonna, it's gonna get dicey. This is how it's gonna be today. Because because yeah. we literally cannot do it without daily volunteers. Yeah. And and volunteering is super easy. Yeah. You just cool. go up there. We got a little volunteer agreement. You read. You fill out a little sheet of paper. Sign your name, and then we're and we'll off to the races. Yeah. And like, how many people? Like, what's a good day in the number of volunteers for you guys? Ten. Yeah, I think I think ten throughout the day. That's what people yeah. come. Coming and going, like mm-hmm. some people, we only ask for you to work an hour yes. if you want a meal in exchange for it. Some but, people insist on being there all day, though. Yeah, yeah they want to. They want to stay busy. They want to be there all day. Um, some people, it's not even the free meal. It's mm-hmm. just they want something to do during the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they come and just work with us all day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you guys briefly mentioned catering is something that y'all do. Mm-hmm. Is, that, oh. is that a normal thing or? It's, it, it comes and goes, and I don't think we promote it as much as we could. Yeah. And uh, we do, but we have a catering menu. We kind of keep it to lunches. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have a, a 
it's like a very small catering menu, but we're very open to just being like, hey, what do you? Yeah, just what do you want? What do you, you want? want? Something that's not on there, we can. Yeah, and if it's not it really something that is really up our alley, then we'll let you know. Like, I mean, if someone's asking for fried chicken, I love fried chicken, but that's we're probably not your dudes. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. But if you did it, it would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe we've done it in just hot oil before. Well, yeah, I think we've Because we, we still do the dinners every so often, too. A couple yeah. of times we've fried a couple of things. I think on our fusion dinner, we uh, yeah we fried one thing. And recently, an upstairs opened? Yeah, so um, we had uh, a couple of people come up there and like remodel it. It used to be like an uh, apartment and a recording studio. So there were all these like weird kind of cubicles up yeah, there, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, the was it the Jackson Alumni Association? Maybe Leadership Jackson. There we go. Yeah. They uh yeah they came in and and did a number on it. It's like it's ridiculous. Night and day. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's really cool. It's got the the original brick wall up there from whenever. Yeah. But it's uh it's great for like meetings, anything. There's been baby showers up there. There's been all sorts of stuff. And it's and we can cater up there also. Okay. It's just a really nice place. It's got more of those cool tables that Jim Crenshaw made. Mm-hmm. Those In are like cool. a weekend, too. Yeah. It's just so good. So. Yeah. <laughs> skill set. Also skill set I don't have. Um, well, all right, well, guys. So if people want to keep up with Cafe, best place to do that? Facebook is probably what yeah. we use the most. That's what we post the menu on every day. Mm-hmm. There's... We're all admins on it, so one of us can usually answer somebody's mm-hmm. question pretty mm-hmm. fast in the messaging. So yeah, Facebook. All right, well guys, thank you so much for, for making the time to come over here, and I uh, really enjoyed hearing from you guys about the cafe. And so, but uh, thanks for um, you know helping to make Jackson a more friendly and healthy place. Thanks for having us. Today's podcast was hosted by Kevin Adelsberger. It was edited by Ricky Santos. Our intro music was performed by Aaron Harden. It was recorded live at The Co. To find out more about The Co, visit their website at www.attheco.com. To find out more about our Jackson home and to read more about how amazing Jackson is, visit ourjacksonhome.com.